Welcome to our podcast, Movies and Martinis. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy, and we're reviewing trending movies and shows with two completely different perspectives and ranked by delicious martinis. Hmm. So how many martinis was it worth? Make sure you listen to find out. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Hey, Priya, how you doing? Good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm really good. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> so today we're covering Sharp Objects starring Amy Adams. Yes. And before we go any further, although it is an old show, total spoiler alerts if you haven't watched it. It was really, really good. It had 92% Rotten Tomatoes, mm. but it's not the newest show out there. So, it's not. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it, um, it's really good. Watch it and then come back to us. But if you just want to hear what it's all about, then stay tuned and listen, because this show is back from August of 2018. Dang. Mm-hmm. That far yeah. back, but it's still trending. That's why it we're covering trending. it. Yeah, it is trending. You can find it on HBO. And it is from the same writer of Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. So Sharp Objects is an awesome thriller. And Priya, tell us all about it. I also think that the director did uh, Big Little Lies, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I saw that in the trailer, he directed Big Little Lies or she. Um, But yeah, it's it's about a reporter who confronts the psychological demons from her past when she Mm -hmm. returns to her hometown to cover a violent murder. And Amy Adams is the protagonist. Her name is Camille Preaker. (laughs) And she is all sorts of messed up girl all sorts of messed up so she's working for a newspaper in a big city and uh she's her her life is like trash she's trying to get good stories she's not taking care of herself she's drinking a lot so she's definitely an alcoholic um and you'll learn throughout the show that i mean these are just ways that she's trying to like escape her past she's drinking and unfortunately she's cutting herself so this is a trigger alert for anybody listening um, we're going to be talking about a few things that might be disturbing. So fair warning. Um, and if this is something you don't want to listen to, come back later in the episode. <laughs> but this show does cover some troubling sub- subjects, including cutting yourself, uh, mm-hmm. which is a condition that um, people do do to escape and you know they use pain as a way of soothing themselves and amy adams character does this in this show sharp object mm-hmm. yeah. hence the name and, and absolutely and she shares you know the whys and and the struggle and her alcoholism is is strong it's you know it is a little bit disturbing to watch it is um a rough show to watch but it's interesting, especially if you like thrillers, like who's doing what to who and, and you know, how are they getting away with it? And it's a great show, I think, because it kind of blows your mind. Every time you think you know who's doing what, it's mm-hmm. somebody else. And then at the end, it just turns out to be this total craziness. But then at the end, and then right before it actually ends, it's like another major twist. Yeah. So, yeah. But you know, crazy. that twist, they were hinting throughout the whole show. Yeah. So they kept on saying things like women would never do something like this. It had yes. so somebody obviously a child is missing. 
um, yeah. or was two, murdered. Two girls were missing. Yeah, was right? murdered They're from the woods. And then there's this um, white lady in the in the woods that keeps appearing. So mm -hmm. it just has so many great things. Um, if again, it's an oldie but a goodie. Um, we really think you would love it. It has a great cast. Um, it has so many different people, just like Patricia Clarkson that we've seen in so many other movies. Chris Messina. It has, let me see, so many big names. Um, Taylor John Smith, Miguel Sandoval. It also has, oh my goodness, Elizabeth Perkins, which is, I believe, the mom's sister, right? I think she's I think so. her aunt. Um, but it also has uh, Jessica Tresca. So I don't know if you remember her, Priya. She was in uh, White Lotus in the first in the first show. Oh, he's the one that's the daughter with her best friend there, and they're oh. mean to her brother. Mm. Remember her? Yep. Yeah. I remember so her. she's yes. So she's in this show, and she is the patient that is in the rehab place with Camille. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she so. ends up um, unaliving herself. I know that's a new term that everybody's using for it, yeah. but she she unalived herself um, yeah. in this. And so the story does a lot of flashbacks Yes. so that we can really understand who Camille is and her story and how and it's connected she, to the yeah. current murder and what's happening. Um, and then part of her story is that she had checked herself into rehab way back when mm -hmm. and her roommate in rehab end up, ended up uh, taking her own life. And, right. um, and that like right after that happened, she left rehab. She couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just pushed her to like harm herself even more. Yeah. And I think throughout the movie or throughout the show, you realize the impact uh, that people can have in your, in your life. Right. Cause mm -hmm. most of what she's gone through that's mm -hmm. been negative for her. And you find out why towards the end of the show is basically her mom, but it's her boss who really kind of takes her in as a daughter. Like he feels like that's his daughter yeah, and him and his wife, and they're going through their own personal struggles, but they actually are the ones, or he's the one that actually pushes her to go back and, you know, face her demons and find out why she's feeling the way she's feeling and bring out that incredible journalist that's hidden inside of everything that's haunting her. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you where know they never shared, I'm, I'm sorry, they never shared the backstory of that. Like they never shared how she ended up with you know, living with her boss or sort of like becoming part of the family, you know, be, yeah. with him and his so wife. I, I think like what I got out of it was that she started working for him. He took a liking to her. He saw her potential, but you know, her destructive, self-destructive behavior. Mm -hmm. And he was struggling. I believe he's struggling with cancer. And then you could see that really his strength is in his wife, who's a really strong woman, and she's the one guiding him through everything. And they kind of take her in, not physically, because <clears throat> she's not with them physically, like she has her own place, but they take her in at an emotional level as their kid, because they don't have children. Yeah. So she becomes like their child, although it's not said that way, you could see from the backstory that they care for her as if that was their child. And he gets really emotionally involved with her struggles, trying to help her. And then his support system is his wife, who's like the strongest of them all. So yeah. she kind of guides him to guide Camille and then Camille to 
face her demons, get to the end of it and find some kind of happiness. And in her struggle, as the story continues, her goal is now to kind of save her sister, Emma, uh, from their mom. Mm. And it just goes on and on. But yeah, yeah. So I, it's so, so good. We, I hate saying so much of it because I really think people should watch I know, it. but we tell people I don't on kill it. I know, but I don't want to kill it for them. It's just so good. It's not one of those. We want to give them the end because you should watch it and it's quick. Yeah. It's just but you one know what? season. Give you the end. Sorry. Oh, you're going to do a pre-episode. <laughs> well, there's no part two. So this no. is it. It's just this the is one. It. So it's a series, obviously. And we find out throughout the story that, um, you know, her. So Amy's character, Camille, had a younger sister who died um, when they were younger. Yes. And this is part of the reason why she's so dysfunctional. And so, I mean, of course, there's other bigger things happening too, but this is part of the reason because she just, she feels like she's, a, that she's, the, she's at fault for her sister dying. Like she didn't do enough to help her. Right. And um, we learn later on in the series or the season or well, whatever the series. <laughs> that, it's a limited series. Limited series later yes. on in the episodes that her new half sister, well, her, her next, her younger sister um, is also getting sick. And we find out it's because of the mom, the mom, is it Munchausen's? Is that what they call yes, it? By proxy. By proxy. The mom has Munchausen's by proxy. And that's how the, the her first younger sister died because the mom was poisoning her, slowly poisoning her. And then she started having seizures and then she passed away. And of course, everything what you know was made to turn out like it was about the mom, like her mom's grieving, like she had to put on a show, like she wanted to be the center of attention for her child, like she wanted wanted to save her child and hurt her child at the same time. And the same thing started happening for her other younger sister. Um, right. And so the syndrome that she had is a disorder that actually compels an individual to induce illness into others, typically their child, mm -hmm. for attention, control, and their own emotional satisfaction. So yeah. it is actually a thing. In the show's case, Camille did not allow the mom to give her like her, her medications and care for her and empower herself as a mother by helping her daughter because she could see that her sister, the more the mom tried to help her, the worse she was getting. Mm. So that was her basic struggle. I think she kind of felt like I couldn't protect my little sister. And now when she comes back, as she, she I think she thinks she's done with it, but clearly she's not because there's so much still inside of her. Um, she sees that her younger sister, Emma's going through the same thing. Yep. Yep. And then towards the end of the movie, um, she ends up poised. So, so it ha has never happened. It, it obviously Camille never died at her mom's uh, disorder correct? Uh, because she caught on when she was younger and realized that the mom was poisoning her. Right. And started refusing the, the treatments or the concoction that her mom made. And when she figured out that this was happening to the other younger sister, in order to save her, she pretended that she needed her mom. Like something happened to her. She was sick. She needed her mom again. So the mom gave her the concoction and they kept on giving it to her. And she was, it was making her sick. And, you know, that kind of confused me too. Like, I'm like, what is the end result here? What if she actually dies from the concoction? She won't really be able to. She gets more sister. sympathy. 
Yeah. So that yeah. disorder will bring her the the end goal is if if and when the daughter dies, if she dies because of it, then she just gets even more attention. Mm. Because yeah. she'd be, you know, everybody's looking at her like, oh my God, after all you did and so much caring and you did so much for her, and still look. So it's crazy because through getting towards the end where you're at, Priya, right? Everybody kind of assumes that Adora, which is the mom's name, that Adora is the killer, that she has killed these two little girls. And that's kind of how it it ends and they arrest her. So they end up arresting her because they figure out how she's poisoning her daughters. But as it goes on, Towards the end, you see that Adora goes to see Emma, which is the younger sister, goes to visit her mom in jail. Yeah. And that there's still a very strong bond and connection. And you're like, what the hell? You mm-hmm. just learned that your mom killed her other daughter, was poisoning you and almost killed you and your sister. Yeah. And still you have this bond and still Wait, you have but this. But didn't the police think that the mom did it anyway? The mom killed those other girls? So she goes to jail because, yes, she's found guilty of killing the two girls. Yeah. But she never killed the two girls. She took it upon herself to say that because she knew that it was actually her daughter, Emma, who killed the two girls. <laughs> that's how it ends. Just when you think that it's over. And they have relocated to a new place. And Camille took her little sister, Emma, with her to a new apartment in the city. And they're starting a whole new life. They have this um, kind of spooky, freaky dollhouse that Emma's completely obsessed over. For the whole whole series. The whole show, right. And it's a replica of their home. The home that they live in and the home that they grew up in. And so at the end, Camille realizes that the girls who were killed, um, their teeth were pulled with pliers. So that's part of the case. Of, like, the police are trying to figure out what, what, who, who's pulling. Why and how grotesque, yeah. you know, who would have this much strength and anger to pull these teeth out of a victim's mouth. These were little girls' mouths that they were pulling the teeth from. And what happened to the teeth? And those are the sharp objects, right? Those teeth. So at the end and right before the show just completely ends, you see that Camille realizes that she, that Emma is redoing her mom's master bedroom's flooring, which was made of elephant ivory, ivory, right? Mm -hmm. From like, like decades, I think like a century before that floor was put down. And now she's Emma's completely redoing it with human teeth and that's how she's completely doing the flooring she's shaping the teeth as little tiles little square tiles instead of ivory made she's making them of teeth and that's like the last scene that's the very last that's yep that's when Camille looks at her little sister and realizes you're the one (laughs) that committed the murders you're the one that grotesquely pulled all these teeth you're it was all you and they kind of look at each other and then her little sister tells tells her, don't tell mama. And that's how it ends. But, oh, yes. So that is totally, but do you remember the little friend that she had when she moved into that apartment at the end? The girl was like whispering to her, to Camille while she yes. was eating, help. Yes. <laughs> she whispered, help. Uh, <laughs> help yeah. Me. yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. And it, you know, it, it is based on a novel. And they covered the whole novel, 
but they intentionally left it open so that there was enough for a second season, but there was no second season picked up. So they don't know why, because the show did very well, why there wasn't a second season to it. So it just became a limited series. Yeah. Uh, But it does leave you like with your mouth wide open, like, what the heck? Well, you know, it was, I can I can imagine this was probably a tough role too. Like Camille's when actors like get into their this the headspace for the character, they they take on yeah. a lot. It takes a toll on you. Absolutely. Yeah, it takes a toll on you. Like, and I've heard that before with other people playing different mm-hmm. roles. Like if she, her Camille was a tough character. Like mm-hmm. she went yeah, through a lot of Absolutely. shit. Yeah, I think you portray any kind of mental illness or addiction or um, abuse. It it's a lot. So yeah. maybe maybe I, Amy wasn't up for it. Maybe yeah. But okay. So how many martinis would you give it, Mercy? Ooh, <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the cast. I believe that. Oh, I don't know. That's a good one. You know, I, I feel like I should save my five martinis for something like spectacular, like amazing. But this was up there. Maybe, maybe four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. What, what about you? So, I, you know, there was a lot of stuff in there that, that bothered me. Again, all the trigger stuff. But uh, it, so it was a lot of heavy stuff. It was. It, it was like a murder mystery, but it was there was a lot of heavy stuff intertwined yeah, it was a Thriller. It was so gory. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of more inclined to give it like a three and a half martinis. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, three martinis a shot. <laughs> you get it to four. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna stick with a four. Okay, so three and a half martinis and four martinis. There you go. Absolutely, but still, it was good. I mean, if you're into that, you know, if you can stomach it, stomach it. <laughs> it was good. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So thank you all for listening. We hope you check out Sharp Objects. Tell us what you think in, on Instagram, in the comments, wherever the podcast is posted. And it's posted everywhere, everywhere y'all, if you haven't found out already. Uh, like, share, follow, all that good stuff. Absolutely. And we can't wait to hear if you did watch it or if you're going to watch it, share with us how many martinis you'd actually give it. Remember, it is on HBO now. Bye, guys. Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.